Dente Rigamortis. I'm Review Cultist. And I'm Dr. Levi. And I'm Mikey. The E stands for evil. And we're here to discuss those internet stories, most creepy and most pasta. Tonight we have, as a student studying abroad in or Prague, I see. <laughs> as a student studying abroad in Prague, I stayed. Or the house in Prague. You mean as a student studying abroad in Prague, I stayed at a house that held a terrible. Okay, that's the actual one. Okay. That, that's what I'm reading off of. Yes. Off of the top of the creepypasta. Not really a title so much as... (laughs) Fair. Hmm. Um, So yeah, Uh, if you don't know what creepypasta are, go Google it. The short internet stories, they get copied and pasted across the internet. Um, This one um, is by Matt Demersky, or M59Gar, on Reddit No Sleep. Uh, It has been read by Eden on YouTube, so you can go check it out there if you wish before we start. Uh, But we'll just jump right into this one. So, um, this guy, no name given, uh, is studying in Prague, and the story starts with his arrival to his residence. Um, he was supposed to be there, be here with his girlfriend, but they had a, a bad breakup. Um, he arrives at the house late, and so the peppy old woman who's managing the house gives him the last room at the end of the hall, which is a brown room with one window uh, that doesn't open. And the house is extremely cold and clean. Uh, Anita, the old woman, seems to be a very obsessive-compulsive type person, cleaning up after uh, people walk on the floor. Uh, and is huge, like it's got like it's almost maze-like. Um, he also notices a weird sigh from time to time in this in this house. Uh, as and he, outside it, and outside as well. Yep. Okay. At the very first it ruins the continuity. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> yeah. Uh, as he lives. As he lives here, um, meeting the other tenants and such, he learns Anita had a husband, Rosta, who had some scandals and died. Um, however, he discovers through some of the locals, um, or the person uh, living in the house that talked to locals, uh, that Rosta did not die but went missing. Um, he also discovers that Anita is a bit of an eccentric and based on scribbles in the margins of a of many medical texts in the house library, um, perhaps manic and hiding something or someone. Dun, dun, dun. So he kind of becomes, over the next couple of months, he becomes very obsessed with trying to, uh, trying to map out the house and see where Anita has hidden Rosta in the, in the building. Um, he discovers odd tubing in the walls and devices in closet spaces, um, such as like a separate air filtration system, uh, other than the really cold air system they have in the house already. And eventually, as the months go on and his investigation um, goes and looking over the maps he's created, um, it finally clicks to him what's going on, and he goes to confront Anita. Anita has taken her husband and made him the house, um, spreading his parts throughout and keeping him alive through some crazy medical mad science. Um, The tubing was like arteries, and the the air system was actually his lungs, and his head is in a cubby in in her room. Um... She won't stop him from calling the police, but offers to teach him the process and says she's arranged for his ex to come to the house next semester so that he might con- uh, do the same thing to her, someone he loves, um, but doesn't want to lose, the same way that uh, Anita did to Rosta. Uh, so we are left with a dreadful prospect that is this, uh, is this horrific project going to continue anew with our narrator, he likes to think that he, did, he didn't touch the book, but it's insinuated that he probably is going to do it. And that's where it ends. So, uh, do you guys want to do some th- your thoughts first, or... It's a whole lot of no's? Okay. <laughs> guess we'll get the positive one in first, well, then. Well, well, we have a system. Fair enough. We, have yeah. a, we do yeah, have a don't, formula. Don't fuck with the system. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, well, my thoughts... Uh, the writing of this is a bit odd. Um, it's written very purple pro, uh, or like a turn-of-the-century, like 20th-century writer, like Lovecraft or Poe. Um, but it's set in the modern world, so it's kind of comes off to me as a little bit goofy sometimes. Um, the story also isn't very scary, save for perhaps the end where we get the revelation and then also get the, essentially the deal, um, she's offers him and the prospect of him actually going through with it. Uh, the, yeah, the story has this, it has this strange 
or maybe just fancy way of writing style, like like I said. And to me, it kind of reminds me of a Guillermo del Toro film, like the horror films that he makes. Like they're not really scary; they're more like beautiful to look at. So, because that's where I found myself, like like the, a lot of the charm of the story for me was just reading like the story and like seeing what's what's going to happen, not knowing exactly what's going to happen because a lot of the plot like twists you see coming a mile away, like. At first, it was like, okay, so she's obviously hidden the the like hidden her husband somewhere in the house, and then as it went on, like with the tubing in the walls and stuff, it's like, oh, she he's part of the house. Um, I saw it pretty a pretty long way, but at the same time, like the writing was flavor. I liked the writing enough to like just keep reading it um, and to see where he was going to go with the ride. Um, for that, yeah, like I said, for that, I found it charming. Um, yeah, it, like at best, it's an eerie atmosphere of the story, but mainly it's just kind of like a, a mystery. But we already know the mystery because as the, it's not very the story, like the mystery here isn't really well hidden. Like it's more or less like the characters going through the mystery. To no, go through it, the mystery. it's not even that it's not well hidden. It's that it's not attempted to be hidden. Yeah, like in order for it to be a mystery, you would have to have more than one suspect. Yeah, it's and it's never and, it's never hinted at that it's not her. Yeah, exactly. Like it's yeah, and it, uh, again, like it comes to back to like I, I have the same feel. I had the same kind of feeling when I was watching Crimson Peak because it was like we know who the killers are. Like we know what's going on because they're showing us what's going on. We're never given anything different. And but I mean, isn't this look kind of cool and gothic and pretty? <laughs> um, that's the kind of the vibe I was getting off of this story. Um, there are some issues, of course, with the uh, the plot. <laughs> um, who is this guy? Please, I really want a name. Like. And there's, especially since it was very, it would have been very easy to add his name at the, when uh, Anita meets him for the first time and like looking up the registry. Oh, you must be blank. Andre. Yeah. Or fucking. Exactly. Yeah. Like that would have been nice. Um, is this guy? I'm assuming this guy's a medical student. Um, even though like we're told that he's just studied abroad, but and he's like looked at some. Well, medical. We looked at some. Med- yeah. He looked like the only hint we really get is that he looked at some medical. Uh, uh, that textbooks. is one but honestly, oh yeah, watch. it is, it is. Um, honestly, like the way the, it's written and the way because it's meant to be like that. He's writing the story. It's like perhaps he's a historical writer or some or somewhere um, because of the story styling. Um, could be a film. That too, yeah. Could also be a film major. Maybe, he's but we're never get. Yeah, it's it's just it. He doesn't. We don't get a whole lot of information we don't get about a lot the of information about him at all. Yeah, aside like, from his. His, he can't get over his uh, his ex. Exactly, and that's about it. That's the Which focal point. Of- is <laughs> the worst thing in this story because mm-hmm. it's brought up over and over again. Yeah, mm-hmm. melodramatically, and by there's him. no reason for it. <laughs> yeah, but it's continuously brought up, and it's the only thing that there is no reason for until the until you get to the end, and then you're like. Oh, that's why it was brought up all the fucking time. Yeah. Whereas if they had to drop more information about him, like, you know, maybe he was studying music, maybe he fucking plays the clarinet and, you know, like, just... Something. Something. Some more, some more information about our character. Like, because again, like, he's then, not even treated like... Then when you're dropping the information that's, that is integral to your big twist, yeah. it's hidden amongst all of these other little, you know character building things yeah so it's like oh okay you don't necessarily think gee how is this going to fit into the end because it's the only place for it to fit yeah um also actually right after that um uh, why does anita know about the the breakup and like calling it like the the, the ex-girlfriend like because doesn't, they doesn't... were planned to oh, okay i guess i guess that is mentioned and yeah. because he gets the last room apparently they were scheduled to stay there in the same room uh, okay theoretically yeah i mean yes it's not explained again but the, the, i'm um, now inferring yeah but there is something mentioned at the beginning yeah that's true but yeah um yeah, and then also, yeah, why did she invite her to Prague specifically to do this? Because long term, this guy isn't staying in Prague. He's going. Um, he's only work, that, studying abroad. That's not the. That's not the deal that, that oh. she doesn't totally doesn't offer. Okay. Because I don't know if you actually read the story, yeah. but she says, you know, I'm getting old. Eventually, this house he's is got going to, to be. Oh, okay. Like well, has to be yeah. maintained. All right. Because she's the last of a line, like. Um, what's his ass and Anita, they were like nobility almost. Like this is not this is not just some random house. This is a manor. It is a house on a on a hill. No, no, no. it's a manor. This is a fucking ancestral home. Mm-hmm. Like 
This isn't just, you know, some fucking condo or whatever built, you know, 20 years ago. Yeah. Like, this is something that gets passed on and has importance. Okay, so... Okay, I did not actually notice that. So, the cycle. Yeah. what's going to happen is that she she comes... If he takes her up on the deal, she comes to Prague, and he puts her in the house as well. Okay. All right, I didn't quite catch that then at the end. Especially, actually, that, that would also be a hell of a lot easier, because you could just take his head out, basically oh. put hers in, because if Anita's dead, why does he Rosa need to be, to be in there. the house? Yeah. That's what I was thinking, like, because, yeah. All right. So it's the house constantly. It's just the house constantly has new tenants well, in it. not constantly. This <laughs> or just be every the, cycle. This would literally just be the second. All right. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> all right, fine. Um, but she, she's, you know, she's sharing her madness. Yeah. And, and it is shown throughout the story that he's kind of going mad. No, it's not life. shown throughout the story. It's shown just before the end, where he's like, I haven't been to school in a month. (laughs) Really? Really? You've been... Okay, so... And you're just gonna... That's all? Okay. Yeah, you know, that's another thing I did have about the story, is that, like, we don't get a whole lot of information about, like... Like what he else he's been doing? Like he we he focuses a lot on like just being in this house and stuff, and then says, "Yeah, he's been gone for a month." Like, well, what are the implications of that? <laughs> like, are you now like being suspended or? Well, here, or here's like here's the problem. There is that this story gets to the end, and instead of you know taking a break and coming back to it the next day, a writer decide to fucking speed sprint through it and just not give us any build-up to it. Um, like, again, he, he knew where the story was going to end, and mm-hmm. he was in a fucking rush to get there, and in doing so, robbed us of a proper build-up. Or, like, a proper, maybe not so much a build-up, but a descent into his madness. Yeah. And really just did the reader a huge disservice, because it was going fairly well up until that point. I didn't much care for the flowery prose, but it that, isn't that's, really for that's everyone, one man's yeah. opinion. Yeah. Um and like I like the story was going along well, but at the end it just just kind of raced to the finish line. Yeah, he was in a fucking rush to get to where he wanted to go and didn't care about taking us there on a proper journey. <laughs> Worst thing a writer can do. Happens a lot. Exactly. <laughs> yep. Um yeah, the yeah. Um, yeah. Honestly, aside from that, uh, like again, I felt like when I was reading it, like at first I was like, okay, this is really kind of silly sounding because it's uh, the modern stuff with this like very like older way of writing it. And again, it reminded me of like uh, Lovecraft's Cool Air story or even the Telltale Heart kind of thing from Poe, just in a modern setting. And so, but it was, like for some reason, like it was like not creepy or anything like that. Like maybe eerie at best, and just. But it kind of won me over because I wanted to like keep reading because it was kind of humorous almost. Not what the guy was probably going for, but eh. Um, yeah, that's really all I've got aside from a semi cool dark ending. Not very scary. <laughs> yeah, no. It, it, well, it definitely wasn't scary, but and there was I don't like, think that was the intention. Yeah, that was never the point. It was really just supposed to be creepy. Yeah. However, that again, that that's another problem that. Um, I think could have been solved in this story. It could have been passed off as like as a ghost story, a haunted house story. Yeah. Could have like gone that route and then bam, here's your twist ending as opposed to it's a mad science project. It's, it's well, it's no, cuz it's not even that at the point at, like throughout the story. Yeah. It's just um there's something weird. It's a common it's a men- mundane pedestrian um What's the word I'm looking for here? Um, mystery. Yeah. yeah, I couldn't find mystery. Fuck you. <laughs> um, it, it, it's a mundane mystery. Like, there's nothing weird about it except for, you know, what, fiber optic cables? Yeah. That's what I saw them as. Um, and, yeah, after that, it's just, you know, like, it's a mundane story. And then, oh, suddenly, nope, it's mad science. It, it would have... I don't know, I think it would have gone better if it had been a bait-and-switch, like, playing it off as... Because it almost seems like he was trying to play it off as a haunted house with the size, mm-hmm. but 
he didn't do anything with it. He Until just the mentioned them. It, yeah, and then he mentions like offhand, it's like the size weren't size; well, they were just distinct grown. No, they were size. Yeah. Okay, yeah, fair enough. Yeah, but he didn't do anything with them in the moments. Yeah, all because he that, didn't look that, for them after like when they. Well, it's up. not even that. It's that he didn't make them creepy. They were just mm-hmm. something that happened. Yeah. Something that was easily dismissed by both the narrator and the reader. Yeah. It's like, oh, gee, it's sad. You know, it's an old house. There are drafts. Yeah. Like, but if he the... had have gone deeper and tried to make it seem like it, oh, yeah, no, this is totally a haunted house. He's, he's, he's dead and he's haunting the house. And then, and then you then find out be... that, no, he's alive and he is, is the part house. of the house. Yeah. And, oh, shit, that's creepy as fuck. You know, that, yeah. that that would have been a better direction for it. Yeah. As opposed to just like, ah, oh, I'm creepily fascinated with this fucking house for some reason. Yeah, and like, he doesn't really, like, he, he's he's done a little bit of research on Wikipedia. It even says in the book, in the story, on the, uh, on Rasta and, and that. But like, apart from just seeing that, like, painting in the, in the hallway, that's the only, that's his jumping off point to, like, investigating the house and solving the mystery that Anita killed her. Yes, his, that her, should have, be, that should have been the beginning of a yeah. descent into madness. However, what we get is, is he a, stands on the prep, pre- pre- precipice and then all of a sudden he is in the fucking depths of insanity yeah except for the fact that there's a shit ton of writing in between where he's just a normal bloke yeah <laughs> just casually like check, checking out the house yeah and talking to other people in the house yeah because yeah, why isn't anybody else and he like, never what? fucking leaves the house yeah like that we, like we never get any writing where he is not in the house except at the beginning where he's walking, walking up to the, the lane yeah mm-hmm. but like Throughout the story, he never goes to school, he never goes to a shop, he never goes to a pub, nothing. Like, he just... He stays in, in his house, yeah. And... You think, with a, with a, especially whether your room is, like, no ventilation at all, you'd want to be out of that house <laughs> at some point. Well, he is. He gets out of the room He gets room out of the room and goes, like, just lives around the house, but that's about it. But, yeah, yeah it, it just... There's no... It's like if it wasn't in the... If it, if it had nothing to do with the house, the, the writer thought it wasn't interesting. Exactly. And, okay, I... I bitched about people putting in superfluous information, yeah. but... This, it's a balancing act. Well, this this one needs it, like, needs some useless information because it's trying to hide something from us. Yeah. Like, I mean... It's a misdirection. If, if, if I've got something to hide from you and I have, like, an empty room and I put it on the floor and put a blanket over it, you're going to find it. Yeah. No problem. However, if I fill that room with furniture and pillows and fucking random shit... It could be any, shit, any of one of these pillows. It could be anything. Yeah. Like, it could be anywhere. You would never find it. And then... But, yeah, it's yeah. just, you know... Again, it's... Oh, me and my girlfriend broke up. And then I'm not going to talk about it again until I do. Until I need to. And it has nothing to do with the Mm -hmm. story. No one's ever going to, you know, like, I'm not going to confide in one of my housemates. Yeah. I'm not going to... Even specifically says that. Like, he's like, he only told as much as he would allow, he he was, like, he wanted to, to his, to his tenants. Exactly. Like, he should (laughs) have... It should have been part of the story, or there should have been more shit that. Like we should have gotten a little bit, gotten a little, maybe a little bit more about these other guys, these other people that are living in the house, because he uses one of them as a plot device to just cause mess. I, I don't want to hear about twelve people's fucking. Life okay, stories. fair enough, but. But there, there should have been. Yeah, there, there just there needed to be more useless shit to hide the fact that the useless shit that he does give us is. Integral to the fucking ending. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, also, how fucking creepy is it that okay, he he's probably just out of high school, going on to post secondary education. Yep. So his high school girlfriend, he's seventeen, maybe eighteen. That that's not someone you build into a house. Yeah. That's someone you you know. Don't think about, you know, unless you've been drinking, maybe, and you bang some other chicks, and then you go home for fucking spring break or whatever, Christmas break, you revenge fucker, and then you get on with your life. Yeah. Like, it, it's... I don't know. It just reads as really... The creepy part isn't that he's going to put her in the house. The creepy part is that he's going to put her in the house. Yeah, like, it's like his his high school sweetheart, just fucking... Oh, no bueno. 
Like, <laughs> wait till you, they're, wait they're till not... you find somebody, fall in love with them, and then put them, like, and know that that's going to be the person that you want to live with the rest of your yeah, life, and I then mean, put them in the house. At least <laughs> when Anita did it, it was her husband, and, of a you know, years, he yeah. was... He he was you know stepping out on her and shit like mm-hmm. that's I'm not gonna say he didn't deserve it but he kind of deserved it <laughs> in, well, a, in a twisted he didn't way. Deserve that? He didn't deserve but, that, but yeah, this you know, in her messed up head, she kept her husband with her all the time. Yeah, that's a little more acceptable because hey, they fell in love and were married, not you know high they, school fling, and then they <laughs> dated for a year and banged a bit because like we're given no backstory on the relationship like seriously just that it was he might have just been really overly obsessed with this bitch yeah 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 no exactly and it's just yeah it 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 comes off again not creepy that he's going to put her in the house but creepy that he's going to put her in the house fair enough Mikey <laughs> you're up <laughs> uh, I sorry East stands for evil yeah I, I really didn't like this one to begin with because of how the author decided to paint the picture even with the first paragraph <clears throat> like the the first sentence is as I stood at the base of the long lane beneath staring up at my destination I suppose my perceptions of that house were being colored by my recent breakup and you're left to wonders like i'm at the base beneath what <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah also just in terms of writing that that sentence actually points um has something in it that pissing off a lot through this a lot of commas mm, i mean they're not sentences they're used yeah. properly yeah. But it just... It made the, the sentences way He's putting in... That's <laughs> yeah, gonna be fun. He's putting in fucking useless words. Like, <laughs> staring up at my destination. No shit! You know, it doesn't... And, you know, like, to open with the first sentence having the semi cup. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I won't lie, the, the beginning of this, like, I had to... I was like, this is a shitty, this is a shitty, shitty love note. Yeah. Th- th- that's what this is going to be. And I was not disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the the beginning of this wasn't the strongest of it. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I found the painting of the picture of him, well, him between the house. Traveling through And the... traveling through that was just painful <laughs> to read. Like, uh, for instance, in the first, well, just back to the first paragraph, he, he talks about um, the lane up to the house, and then that at the end of the paragraph he talks about... It being an alley. Yeah. Now, the they can be used sort of synonymous, but when I think lane, I think more of a driveway, laneway, whereas mm. an alley, I think more of a back... Between two, be- between between two, two buildings. buildings. So there's that subtlety that's like, okay, well, what picture are you painting here? Fair. And then suddenly, like, I think it's a couple paragraphs or more later, yeah, he also, talks about a canyon. Okay, the canyon thing. <laughs> no, no, no. It's the second, fuck, it's the first sentence yeah. of the second paragraph. Yeah. He's in the, he slips into the cramped canyon where <laughs> okay. the serpentine alley begins. Yeah. When, when I, when I read the canyon thing, I immediately just thought of it as a, like, flowery description of an alleyway. Like, two built like, he's going between two buildings. Yeah, but he's going up fucking, like... Yeah, I know. It's, it, just, it's it's not the best like description, but it's, like, it's a very flowery a fucking, thing. Yeah, okay, but you know what I think about flowery prose? You don't like shove it up your ass. Save flowers for the fucking meadows. But like, is it a canyon? Is it a drive? Is it a fucking street? Like, there's just he's not he's not sticking with one word. He actually uses mm-hmm. alley a couple of times. So, but mm-hmm. he's he's using two way very different descriptions of a path Mm -hmm. one is you know something that is you know in a crevasse and another is something that is you know fucking through a yard yeah with you know maybe street found Mm -hmm. i don't fucking know but it's not at the bottom of a fucking crevasse (laughs) (laughs) i don't even know when i I think canyon i think deep ravine Mm -hmm. and yes this one I, I do recall just kind of switching off and being like, "Yeah, I don't know what you're trying to say, and I don't think you do either, so fuck you. And then I switched off, rebooted, and started, you know, yeah, started up where I was now. 
So, like, the way I interpreted that, like, reading it, I figured it was just, like, he was going... Because Prague is an old Europe, European city, and they don't have very... They have very narrow roads. So I just assumed that... I know it's assuming means it makes an ass of you and me, but... No, just you. Yeah, fuck you. <laughs> um, I just assumed that it was him going through, like, several, like, streets, like, some of these narrow streets to get to this house. And that, that would saw. have been fine. Yeah. But he should have said that, the, you know, the buildings were looming in, you know, making He does. He uses like the canyon. A, no, he uses... He says canyon. Mm -hmm. You're not listening to me, to my whole thing. All right. What he should have said was the buildings were, you know, looming in on me, making me feel like I was walking through a ravine. All right, You know, like enough. a canyon. Made a little As if, like, explain your metaphor. You can't mm -hmm. just, you know... Drop a metaphor. It's a canyon. <laughs> Wait, is it is it a canyon? Is that a metaphor? I don't know. You gotta tell you gotta tell your reader you're using a metaphor. All mm -hmm. right, fair right? enough. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, now uh, I read the comments, and the one that actually made sense and was downvoted because read it <laughs> um, was uh, as much as I hate playing English teacher. For the first third of the story, I felt like a thesaurus vomited, but it started to work the longer the story went on. Yeah. And I agree with that, and I have a base example here uh, with the sentence, The high house had once been noble and sat apart, towering over its environs like an aging patriarch with a tired back. Environs doesn't fit that sentence. Mm-hmm. Because the definition of environment means surround. So obviously he replaced surroundings with something with fancier. something that didn't fit. Okay. <laughs> so yay for using a Thoris, but boo for using it incorrectly. <laughs> yeah. Um, like that was one of my annoyances. Like, because I had to look up what the heck he was trying to mean. Um, and then this... Uh, this one sentence just confused me here. Uh, shadows streamed from sharp carvings, casting incomprehensible patterns across the wasteland of cracked medieval pavement that otherwise ran bright under dry winds. What the heck do dry winds have to do with shadow on pavement? Okay, I'm not gonna lie. That is, again, that's pretty weak. <laughs> For, like, it, it looks like he's like he's trying to be very poetic with his writing yeah. of describing Prague, and then just he just threw up words. Yeah, actually, that yeah. that is yeah. that's a big problem he has yeah. throughout, um, especially at the start. He's he sounds like he's trying. It reads like he's trying to sound smarter than he is. And because of that, he actually ends up seeming rather stupid, because, like, yeah, there is a lot of shit. Like, um, yeah, um, back to that second sentence after he brought up the, or I guess the third sentence. Um, instead, I stood, stood alone against the parching summer winds, studying a lengthy alley that carved its way up pre precipitous hill, up the precipitous hill with an ancient lazy. Like, I can see the image, what? but... What did you have to say? Like, <laughs> yeah. is it a? Does it have to be a parching summer wind? Like, uh, yeah, like it's just <laughs> like this wind is making me thirsty. I didn't realize it was carrying pretzel. Um, like, yeah, he he's at the beginning trying to this, sound yeah. a lot smarter than he is, and it's just it comes off as pretentious. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> yeah, he, he just—it comes off as pretentious as fuck. Yeah, and yeah, that was why I would just fair because yeah. it's like yeah, to me, if you're gonna just... write like that. Yeah, guess what? See, yeah, I I read it and I was like, you're really going for like that Lovecrafty like type of style of writing where it's just like let's use antediluvian or eldritch or gibbous moon. Like it, it felt very like turn-of-the-century kind of writing. And I'm, I'm used to reading that because I read Lovecraft and all this stuff. But at the same time, it's like, it's not how a modern writer writes. <laughs> and, exactly. it, and it comes it's off... And like, I, and like I said, it was coming off goofy to me. Mind you, I thought that goofiness was kind of charming. But it comes for the wrong reasons. It's, it's not the way a modern writer would write. It's the way a modern hipster douche would write. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's... Yeah, and I, I think it, like, it, it definitely it's heavy-handed at the beginning, but... It kind of leany, like it tapers it's, off, it's, yeah. Just like everything else, good about his storytelling as well. Like by the time he's rushing through the ending, yeah, it's not there at all. You know why? Because he doesn't have any fuck enough words to put it there. Yeah. <laughs> 
So, I mean, I guess that's one good thing about the fact that he was all, I'm rushing through the ending. <laughs> I'm going to write like a normal human being. <laughs> yeah. Um, another one was, uh, the door swung open and I turned forward in sudden embarrassed surprise. Turned forward. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, unless he was, like, looking over his shoulder. Yeah. But if he was, you know, if he yeah, was... Yeah, I did actually yeah. look If he up. was looking behind him or something. Yeah. I did actually look up to see if that was a term that I just not noticed, and the only thing I came up with was clocks, the turn a clock forward. That's about it. So that's really um, all I got. No, no. I would say that if, you know, like... And then, my, like, if I was facing this way and then Mikey was like, Oh, hey, Dr. Leviathan. I just turned forward. Yeah. Okay. However, the way it's written, he's it, it, turned, yeah. yeah, he's facing the. It's not the yeah. way someone would have. It's not the way a normal person would have wrote it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. It it requires a little too much thinking to puzzle that out, and you kind of want to keep your reader reading, not thinking about what they just read. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, you want them to think about what they just read when they're done. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, and uh, the description of the lady of the house. Uh, her blue eyes still shined with particular energy. And whenever that was like, which particular type of energy are we talking about here? Are you really? <laughs> That's and, a little nitpicky. And then, and then I looked up, and particular can mean great. So, with great energy. Yeah. And then later, when describing a picture, it says she stood with her husband smiling with that same particular brightness. Yeah. So... Her eyes were shining in the photograph. <laughs> it's called food. Yeah, it's it's. Uh, well, no, it was a photo. Yeah, online. Okay. But it just. <laughs> I just. Like, I understand. You're you're, you're a little nitpicking. You're, you're nitpicking yeah. right now. <laughs> I was willing to let you go, let it go with the lane the alleyway and the, the 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 turning forward, but that that's a little nitpicky. <laughs> Also, early on in the story, he makes a point of mentioning the fact that she's always dressed the same. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But we never get a reason. Mm-hmm. No. The best we get is, like, he, she, like, she must be stuck in her ways kind of thing. But that's... What? Okay. Yeah, it it, it doesn't add anything to the story. It, it's, like, it's the one useless piece of information. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't hide the mystery. All it does is create a new one of, like, what is this here? Yeah. Go mm-hmm. away now! Yeah, yeah. And then it does, because it just disappears and never gets mentioned again. Okay. All right. uh, and onward to some physics. Uh, the chill deepened as we climbed. This is while he's climbing a staircase. Hot air goes up. Yeah, hot yep. air goes up. Cold air goes down. Yeah. So the chill shouldn't be getting colder as you go up. Unless the air conditioners are upstairs and going down, it would still residual. it would still yeah, go but down. the the source would be upstairs. So you're getting the, like the you're getting closer okay. to the source of the of the cold air. This is an old manor that has been retrofitted. It mentions it in the story. Okay, my house. A lot of the air goes up, mm-hmm. yet in the stairway, it's still cooler downstairs. It, it it's it's not accurate. Yeah. <laughs> I I would be I would usually be um, on your side with that one, except for the last like couple of days now. Like at my own house, we've had our AC, which is up at the very on the second le- on our top level, blasting, and it's actually been colder upstairs than it has ever been downstairs. And so when you go like when I went from the basement to the second level, it fe- you feel that cold air like no that cold uh, air in the uh, you, yeah the chill in the air. You feel it going up the stairs. So. Not saying you're wrong, because, again, like, I know that hot air goes up rather mm-hmm. than cold air goes down. But I don't, I'm just offering the source could be up in the, on the second level. But. All right. Well, and here's another nitpick. <laughs> <laughs> the room itself was plain, spartan, and serviceable. Ugh, I hate it when rooms are infested with one spartan. <laughs> that's, that's a word. Yeah, that is actually a word that's for a Spartan. Pick. Yeah, that's a nitpick yeah. as fuck because Spartan, yeah. I love that word. Yeah, I Spart- never get to use it because of how I live. But yeah, Spartan is actually a word that's used to describe a very bare bones utilitarian yeah. use room. Okay. Well, when I looked up the definition for Spartan, it just said someone from Sparta. Yeah, but yes. that is but that's where it originated. You didn't look up. You didn't look at the second definition. Yeah. You looked at the first definition, then you stopped looking. No, there's two definitions. They both 
seems very similar. Okay, well, the other definition of Spartan <laughs> is sparse. Yeah. Um, in fact, I don't know exactly, but it kind of sounds like that might be the root of the word sparse. <laughs> it's very possible. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Busted. Well, I said it was nitpick. <laughs> yeah, <That's> but <laughs> you're at fault on that one. Yeah. Damn you, Google. <laughs> There's your problem right there. Yeah. See, at least when I looked up like like purple problem. I mean, at least I use Wikipedia. <laughs> I used I used th- thesaurus and dictionary.com. Uh, All right. Uh, I just used the. Uh, Expansive vocabulary. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know what the meaning of these are sometimes that I don't know. Yeah, which is why I have an expansive vocabulary. Okay. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Up top. Nope. For expansive vocabulary. Because you expanded yours. No, you don't know what Spartan means. <laughs> All right. <laughs> But didn't I just expand mine? No. No. We we (laughs) expanded (laughs) yours. Yeah. (laughs) Alright. Onwards. So, we find out that the thought-to-be-deceased husband uh, actually has become a series of tubes. He is the internet. Ah. (laughs) So, he's become the internet. So, the thought is that really explains the sigh, because he has no hands. All that porn. <laughs> what? Yeah, I don't know. What you're, I don't know what well, point you're making it's here. It's the internet, right? So the internet is full of porn, and he can't touch himself anymore because he has no hands. He doesn't have a penis either, <laughs> unless she's put it somewhere. Oh. <laughs> don't even know. So it's a sigh of relief when she uh, touches him. <sighs> <laughs> I think it's more like that sigh I just gave, where it's just like exasperated. It's just like, God damn it, <laughs> Mikey and his another one of his ridiculous like it's not aliens, guys. Well, and going to the size, it it would have almost been a good explanation that oh, it's actually a human being sighing because they're part of the house. Yeah. Except for the fact that the first sigh. He's standing at the front door. Yeah. And he looks behind him. Yeah. Where the sigh originated Outside, from. Yeah. So. Again, yeah, it's not the best. And also, like, it's they're, they're apparently, like, interspersed. Like, he here's, like, three or four of them over the course of five months. Yeah. Or something like that. Yeah, it's, like, so over, like, a long period. It's like, he should be sighing a little bit more than that. Well, how do you know? Have <laughs> uh, you ever not, yeah. put a human head alive <laughs> in a house? Fair enough, no. I, I don't understand why the sighs are coming from the house. He has a mouth. Yeah. <laughs> Unless, yeah. you know, he's it's actually just flatulence. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, actually, I like this of the comments, like, wait, so he was put in the in the brown room of the house with the window, like, under, like uh, not op- able to be opened. Did she really just give him the, re- the, the shit, the shittiest room? <laughs> like, incl- in- implying that his anus was moved into that purpose. Yeah. It's a little bit of a stretch. It was a comment. That's a huge stretch because it's also up at the top of the house. Yeah. Yada, yada, yada. It, it's obviously it's silly, but... not the case, but yeah. It, it is also because he does focus like, like, oh, I'm in the brown room. The room is brown while everything else is clean and white. Everything That's else just... outside of the room. He yeah. doesn't know about anyone else's That's rooms. true, yeah. For it... all we know, every room is brown. Or every room is a different color. It's, again, it, it's it's something that he brings up and then does Doesn't. nothing with. Just like the shirt. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, again, could have, like I say, it could have been better if he hadn't have been in such a fucking rush to get to his amazing ending that he was we so very proud of. And we saw... Um, honestly, I did not yeah. see it coming a mile away, oh. mostly because I didn't give a shit. Fair. All right. Start off pretentious, I lose interest. See, boom, I made it sort of rhyme. <laughs> and I saw it pretentious, and I was like, Ooh, I love this. this I am kind of funny. This is kind of funny. Let's see where this goes. Let's see where your Guillermo del Toro film goes. Because <laughs> I also, that's like, if this was shot as a film, it would be Guillermo del Toro, because his horror movies aren't scary. They're just kind of nice to look at sometimes. <laughs> that's kind of what this one came off as for me. But, sorry, Mikey, do you have anything else to add? 
No, no, we we covered. You want to pick some stuff. more nits? Nope, nope, we're we're good. <laughs> <laughs> I I be I I feel bad for being mean to you, but no, <laughs> you guys are always mean to me. So fuck it. <laughs> um. All right, so I guess it boils down to recommendations. Um. I'll recommend it at least for one read, or even to listen to the uh, to Eden read it because it's a pretty good reading of it. Um, like I said, it's not for everybody, as we've obviously our three person uh, thing is any indication. Um, but if you like that kind of writing and you don't really care for much of a creep factor, give it a read. I mean, the reading uh, I found the reading enjoyable. If you're a grammar Nazi, stay away. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> I'm surprised there wasn't any more grammar Nazi comments because it was Reddit that this was from. Yeah, that seems a lot of people were on this guy's dick. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. People are all over this guy's dick in the common way. Yeah. Um, I don't know if I recommend it. Like, it wasn't the at parts it was good, at other parts it was just absolute shit. And the fact that like when I was reading this. I was probably, like, more than halfway through it, and I figured I was, like, maybe, maybe 25% of the way through it. Because, like, it goes fucking using so many goddamn words to just say simple shit. So, like, and it does that for the majority of the, well, especially at the opening anyway, just keeps fucking going on and on and on about fucking the color. And it's just fucking painful. Because I don't like that. I like writing that gets to the point. Um, mm-hmm. You know, that that's that's my preference. Um, you know, save flowery prose for poetry where I can ignore it wholeheartedly. Because I'll just stay away from poetry and you will put all of your beautiful wording there. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was just, it was taking so long to fucking say anything. And then all of a sudden I'm at the end. Because it's kicking to high gear, because he needs to get done. Because it's fucking bedtime, and I can't remember my fucking amazing twist ending that I'm super proud of. I won't remember that tomorrow, because I'll forget it in a dream I had. Um, like, all of a sudden, it's like fucking the Red Bull kicks in, and BAM! <laughs> I'm going to kick it in the face with my energy legs! <laughs> um... Yeah, honestly, I guess, no, I don't recommend it. Which is a shame, because I actually, I enjoyed the premise of this story. But man, that writing just pisses me off so much. And the fucking, kicking into high gear, fucking, it just, I can't forgive it for that. Um, Which is fine. (laughs) Like, I mean, if it all had been written like the ending, I probably would have wholehearted, like, well, like, with the rush ending. If it had been... Like, somewhere in between the two, I guess, really. Where it wasn't rushed, but it wasn't fucking... It wasn't poetry. Yeah. Um, I, I would have wholeheartedly recommended it, but the fact that it's one than the other, I just, like, I can't recommend it. Even if it had have stayed all fucking flowery and been, like, 20 pages long, I could have probably recommended it. It would have been a painful fucking recommendation, but I, like, at least, at least there wouldn't have been this like just ridiculous switch yeah um i don't know it just but because of that i i just i can't recommend it the writing pissed me off too mm-hmm. much it it like i said I, I i dug the premise the twist ending yeah um it's probably the best the best thing like, out of the story i wasn't yeah. really a big fan of the tw- like like I, I wasn't like floored by the twist no. but i was like oh that's kind of cool yeah i mean mm-hmm. neat I don't know. It would have been better if he had of like found the kidney in the closet or something like that. Yeah. Like, I mean, I, I like as soon as I saw the like the lungs, I was like, yeah, those are lungs, and that's what kind of tipped me. I was like, yeah, this is this is the person. This person's been splayed into the house. <laughs> um, but but, but like, what, right before that, I was like, all right, so she obviously has him somewhere in the house, and the, and he, she's the villain. And then as oh, it went yeah, on, God, that is not yeah, hidden that, at all. That is not even bothered. Like they don't even bother to hide that because, like, well, they just straight up tell you, like, oh, the rumor is, but it's not a rumor; it's true. <laughs> um, and then as soon as the lungs, oh, like, really, the tubing, the lungs came up, that's what clicked in my head. It's like I bet this is the house is the monster or the house is the person. And sure enough, that's yeah, what ended up happening. I actually thought that um, I, I do recall my thought on the tubes. Now I thought they were some sort of um, like 
crazy cunt. Now, this is me putting fucking all, taking a big ol' leap because they were, you know, the, the tubes, they were um, branching. Yeah. And the branches were always thinner, and as it, like, as he was following it to the source, it was getting thicker and bigger. I was like, ah, oh, it's some sort of, like, um, like a fiber optic viewing device, you know, where it's all just like a periscope. Yeah. But with more twists and turns. Um, and he's down there, like, he, he's down in his room, and he's able to see what's going on in all the house. It's kind of like a weird voyeur kind of thing, where, like, there's cameras everywhere. Or, or a room. punishment. Yeah, that's, yeah, um, where he can see, but he can, yeah. He can see, but he's, like, walked in a room, and, like, I don't know, she feeds him with a fucking dumb right waiter, Whoa. and that's what the cupboard the was yeah. in his, in her room. Like, I definitely went in a very different direction, now that I actually remember <laughs> what it was, but, yeah. Um, I, I... I wasn't disappointed by yeah, the no. head in a cupboard, but yeah. Yeah, like, I mean, even though I saw it coming, I was... Also, I was kind of expecting, like, the tenants to have some kind of a play on it, like, to have, like, maybe, like, the house is feeding, is, is, like, is feeding yeah. off of the tenants or the roommates. Well, to have but then again, people I, visit the yeah. house, and for him to be the only one who's found all this stuff out. Yeah. I, I was thinking that also, that was also bringing up, and because it was bringing up a... like, she takes on these borders, it seems, every year, right? Yeah, every semester. Yeah. Yeah. Like, she takes on... Sorry, students living in the house, and he's the only one who's like in the who's thought years that it's been that he's been missing. Yeah, he's the only one that's looked into it. Yeah, and found anything. And she's not. And actually, I was actually kind of surprised that she uh, that it didn't. I mean, it was it, it does kind of lend itself to like, oh, he was just rushing to get done. But I was like surprised that her like her reaction was like, okay, yeah, you can call the cops. Or I can teach you. Um, <laughs> like I that, actually, I I dug that because she was always a little off. Yeah, it's true. So. Like it was a, it definitely played to her character. I just, I was for some reason I was expecting her to like the reveal and then hurt him, him to get whacked off and like taken somewhere and then like, all right, we're gonna, I'm gonna turn you into the house now. <laughs> then how would he have? Written? I don't know. It's 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 one oh, of those. Oh, he wrote it through the fucking telephone lines. <laughs> yes. <Yeah. laughs> Turns out he was using two pencils in his mouth and typing on a keyboard. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, yeah, no. The uh, the ending definitely was the strongest suit. It just getting there. Even though I enjoyed the read, I can under- like it did rushed. The beginning wasn't very good, but I'd still recommend it at least for one read. So, mm-hmm. well, the the issue is that you read something for the journey, mm-hmm. and you didn't like the journey. I did not like the journey with all the grammar issues and the. And incorrect use of the source that he didn't know, like <laughs> yeah. Spark. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Again, I know it's not like that kind of writing is also for everybody. Like, well, and, and there's a better way to do it. Like I've read and stuff that's not that's, that it's not that I hate like that I can't enjoy that kind no, of writing yeah. because I I I've read lots of Lovecraft. I've read a little bit of Poe, um, even Dickens. Like I can read it, but the story still has to be good. Yeah, and. At the end of the day, this one just wasn't good to me. Yeah. Um, it, it, wasn't, it, it is going to boil down to preference. Yeah, it, it wasn't written well. Mm-hmm. Um, especially with the fact that it couldn't stick to its thing. Yeah. Because one thing about Lovecraft or Poe, they write like that in every fucking... Well, and in every story. Because, well, yeah. this guy is writing like that, and then all of a sudden he ain't. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know if the drugs wore off, I don't know if he took a break and went back to it and, and then, just had to finish, yeah. or if it was his bedtime and he just had to get it written. Yeah. Regardless, what he should have done is taken more time to write the story. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And... Honestly, this goes back to my big piss off. He should have edited. He should have proofread that, realized, oh man, I am not perfect. This is a huge fucking shift. All right, I'm going to rewrite it. Yeah. Would have fixed the problem. I mean, would have fixed one. (laughs) Indeed. (laughs) All right. Well, I guess that's it, right? Nothing else from you guys? Nothing else from me? Mikey has something recommended? Yeah, not recommended. I assume. I took too long finally getting out my it's recommendation. Yeah. yeah, it was a pain to read. <laughs> In the story's defense, my non-recommendation is only barely a non-recommendation. Yeah. I was close to almost maybe recommending it to some people. But yeah, and mine, I guess, could be... A recommendation conditionally if you like reading that kind of writing because again when i first read it i was like Ugh. and then i was like eh. 
let's see where it goes. And then it was like, this isn't so bad. This is actually kind of humorous in its own little way. And I really feel sorry for the dude in the comment section who this is his favorite author, author, period. I'm like, wow, you need to, I don't know, read something more than... It definitely is one of the better creepypastas. You, you need to read something better than the National Enquirer. Read a book. <laughs> but, alright, so... Even time. <laughs> alright, so that was this week's episode. If you like what you heard, if you're disgusted by the fact that we've ripped into your favorite author's book, or story, sorry, um, by all means, send us hate mail, send us evil comments, or send us praise, or comments, or, just send us comments, whatever. Um, you can send them in the comment section below where this just is posted. acknowledge our existence. <laughs> uh, leave a comment in the comment section below wherever this gets posted, whether it be on Kiwi6, Facebook, YouTube, Tumblr. Um, me and Dr. Leviathan are on Twitter at Dr. Leviathan and Review Cultist. Um, you can uh, also uh, leave us a review on iTunes. Uh, every little bit helps. Let us know how we're doing. Um, also rate us on iTunes that would be cool um, see how we're doing also you can send us an email at aldenterigamortis at gmail.com that's A-L-D-E-N-T-E-R-I-G-A-M-O-R-T-I-S at gmail.com where you can also send us suggestions for other creepypastas you'd like us to discuss on the show and if you would like you can donate go to crazonstudios.tumblr.com where you can check out each title card for each episode and on the side there's a little donate button so until next time, I have been your host, Review Cultist. I'm still Dr. Leviathan. And I'm Mikey. The E stands for evil. And this has been Aldente Rigamortis. Sleep well.